At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And we welcome in at this time our good friend, Jim Wexel, Steel City Insider. And Wex, I know last week we had a conversation and I was I was really struggling to take a positive view going into Tampa. There was just so many things I just couldn't wrap my brain around. And by golly, what happens? It was tremendous what turned out. Was it not, my friend? It really was, Wolf. Um, You know, uh, we can talk about motivation from an embarrassment, but I believe, I mean, I think we have to go back many, many, many years to see them rebounding from a 35-point deficit loss the way they did. So it's not always been the case that you rebound from an embarrassing loss like that. 35 point loss usually means you stink mm-hmm. and that, and that motivation won't matter. But, um, but I, here's man. the thing that was curious to me and Max can chime in on this too. The fact was, again, you go 33 years ago, yours truly part of the 51 to nothing debacle of the Cleveland Browns taking it to us on our home opener in 89 at Three Rivers. So the next week, because we're, without a doubt, you're humiliated, you know. You, <laughs> you didn't to, bounce back so well, did you? You didn't, not well, we bounced back a little, okay. Uh, we come back in 41 to 10 or 45 to 10, whatever it was, to Cincy at Cincy, and that didn't quite get it. But the third week, we did get it. Maybe it was the accumulation of like uh, an avalanche of embarrassing losses that took us to beating uh, the Vikes in the third week. Have you ever thought back to what the problem was? Was it lack of uh, preseason preparation? What was it? Because no. you guys became – you guys went to the playoffs that year, right? Yes, and we were yeah. one drop pass from the AFC Championship game. But, you know, the fact is it, it's not about how you start. It's always about how you finish playing your best football the last at the most important time of year and certainly when you go back to what 05 the super bowl or was it 06 mm-hmm. 
Okay. Yeah. So Max was there. He was part of that. And you understand that those guys, when you when you are able to put your best foot forward or your best football on the field at the appropriate time, meaning the best the the, the last six to seven weeks of the season, those are the guys that go the furthest in the playoffs. Well, I'm uh, going to call my daughter uh, and tell her to tell her soccer team that very. Uh, <laughs> They started 0-2, and they're, they're on death's door, but they're still in it. So, yeah. Uh, Wolf, I, I, don't know, I don't know if it was all them. I mean, there were some great plays, and there was some great focus and great coaching. But, man, was Brady, was Brady into it? Hmm. I mean, I, I felt like Brady wanted the win. He wanted, he wanted to play well. And I thought that that he tried everything in his power to get his team to will it, but I don't know if it was necessarily Brady or it was just the teammates involved. You know, they were just kind of in their own world, um, so to speak. Uh, I, I will say that, wow, there were so many third and one and fourth and one stops and stopping Brady's quarterback sneak. I don't think the Steelers have done that in 45 years. Uh, so... Yeah, he. I, I guess the Steelers really did come up big, and and you know that quarterback sneak I believe was due to Cam Hayward getting everybody ready. He had he had seen that sneak beat him <laughs> way too many times. Um, Cam Cam's play on Fournette down at the goal line. I I, I don't know if you guys missed this one or not. Uh, it was right before Ogan Joby tackled uh, Fournette for a three-yard loss, mm-hmm. a huge second down play. But on first down, Cam was behind Fournette, pulling like you're pulling on a bull that's charging. <laughs> uh, how do you have the strength to pull that guy back from the goal line? And you can see the way Cam set his foot up to just totally brace you know he put his foot ahead way ahead right like near Fournette's waist and just pulled back and yep. saved the touchdown by a blade of grass or two and then Ogan Joby gets the the, the tackle for loss and then I, I forget what happened on third down but I mean there were some great plays I, I'm just a little surprised that Brady didn't take more advantage of those corners or maybe he couldn't I don't know if the Steelers were doing something, but I mean, as as well as uh, let's see, Pierre and Quincy Wilson and um, Josh Jackson, as as big as they are, and as well as they tackled after the catch, I don't know that you don't attack them more than Tampa did. Well, I think he wanted to, but I think also the pressure got to him, right? I yeah. think that was the other thing that Brady wasn't necessarily getting the time to pick them and they had a lot of pbus i mean you think uh robert spillane and miles jack saved two seam route touchdowns from from the from the uh, tight ends right right by by batting down the passes so i think brady was trying but i think they literally as a team came together and they were like we're not going to be denied and (laughs) they just they made opportune plays at the opportune moments that really halted momentum for what um for what Brady was trying to do. I mean, because, listen, they were in it until the end. They went for that two-point conversion. If Devin Bush does not come off of his main responsibility and 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 take that crossing guy and bat the pass down, 
we're talking about overtime, and maybe we do lose this game if he doesn't make that play. So the linebackers played especially well. Yeah. I mean, everywhere you look, they came up. Uh, so I guess, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not trying to diminish what they did. And it just seemed that Brady was a little blasé. And, yes, it, perhaps the Steelers made him look that way. And, you know, Cam was part of that pressure up the middle. Cam, you know, uh, there were people writing him off a couple weeks ago. He had a couple injuries. Right. Wow, what a game. And what a leader. And, and then on offense, killing the clock those last four and a half minutes. I, I can't remember the last time they've done that. Exactly. Let me throw something out here to both you guys, and I want you to comment on it. What did you think or did you hear Ben Roethlisberger's, Big Ben's you know, commentary on his podcast where he said he didn't look that, that – that, Tom Brady didn't look like the guy that uh, you know he he is. He didn't look like the goat. The that the goat was in it. You know what I mean? I don't want to mm-hmm. put the wrong words in his mouth, but he was just trying to point out that he didn't look like the same fierce competitor that he's seen in years past. Well, I mean, that's where people are tying the uh, you know his personal problems. Uh, if they're problems, uh, but he's going through a divorce and he went to his owner's wedding, his former owner's wedding. So uh, I guess maybe that's why it's in people's minds. I, I don't know. I, I, again, you guys bring up great points of where the Steelers came up big at, at monumental moments. And really, you know, if the offense doesn't run the clock out, Mm-hmm. And, uh, Brady gets another chance, and we're not we're not we're not saying he looked uh, blasé after he does it again, you know, in the last minute. So, um, yeah, I, I, maybe we're just conflating all that's happening with Brady into. Uh, well, he was yelling at his offensive line, right? I mean, how do you guys feel about a quarterback getting in your face like that? Go ahead, Max. I mean, I could I I could appreciate it to a degree, like if he's trying to motivate you, but if he's admonishing you in the heat of the moment, I I don't take well to that, and I've never taken well to that. And, <laughs> right, right. And, now, and the- I've seen and I've seen that moment, and ben, ben, I could say Ben has has come overheated before. Right, like like trying to motivate us to pick up our play or for us to get together and kind of get on the same page, um, but. It looked like what Tom Brady was saying was not on those same lines. Didn't and I don't know? No, it didn't look yeah. like positivity. But let me just throw this to uh, to you guys too. Did it not? Here, here's what bugged me. Okay, if you're gonna do that, and he's got he's got a lot of carte blanche to do things like that. Okay, because he is the goat, and I understand. No, I've not taken well to that myself, Max. I understand what you're saying there. Yeah. But if your your guy went to a wedding. Friday night and missed the walkthrough in preparation, um, that says to me something about where your values were. And that doesn't line up with the guy coming over and dropping some uh, choice language in my ear. Uh, it's like I want to say, where were you Saturday morning, okay? Because you weren't with us. And that that yeah. really bugs me. That That's the only thing I would say that really turned me off when I heard about that. Yeah, gentleman's French is not is not necessary. Yeah, when, when he was just, he, I mean, he was going off on one of the linemen in particular, and just kept yelling at the guy. The guy had his helmet off. He he was just staring right back, 
and I was thinking the same thing in, in my head. I was thinking the guy was going to say, you know, we went over this Saturday at the walkthrough if you'd have been here instead of at the wedding. Yes. But, uh, you know, uh, I was just watching, uh, I, I, I showed my dad uh, the, the Jordan documentary, and we watched the very first episode of that 10-part series. And uh, Jerry Reinsdorf was talking about, he was asked if he was miffed that he wasn't invited to the wedding. And the guy said, he said, oh, my God, I was thankful I was not invited to a wedding. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Not another wedding. So, you know, I, I'm sure Tom Brady goes to his enough of his kind of uh, affairs like that. So, yeah, I, I'm with you on that. That's really no reason to skip a walkthrough. No, not at all. No. And Especially then the, in the fall. Yeah. And, and my friends know, if you want me at a wedding, plan it in the <laughs> spring, guys. Yeah. <laughs> If you plan it in the winter or the fall, you don't want me there. And I don't want to be there if that's the case. You know what I'm saying? Like an invite, I see, like inviting you to an, yeah. a wedding in India, like on Seinfeld. Exactly. So. Hey, what, by the way, I've been to a wedding in India, and they're amazing, by the way. Oh, those you're are, kidding me. Are... Tell me oh, you didn't yeah. do that. Oh, absolutely. I did go to India for a wedding. Absolutely. You know, my son CJ was over in India on a, on a trip uh, back when he was in college. He went with, you know, a class. Um, and he went over there. He said, came back one thing. He said, uh, all the traffic laws, they're, they're all arbitrary. You, you can, he says the, the, the horns work better than the brakes. <laughs> absolutely. 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 Not even going to deny. It. If, if, if they even hear said horn. Yeah. That's the other question, because a lot of times I feel like they don't even hear horn. Like it's so constant, it's like white noise. They don't even they don't even recognize. It. I mean, and it is packed. When I tell you it is packed, we were in Hyderabad, and it was like I was like, um, "How are we going to get through this?" Oh no no no! Don't worry, we'll we'll be fine. I was like, "What do you?" I'm like, "There are a thousand scooters here and a thousand cars on top of it going in this one roundabout that has no lights and no lines, no street lines." Like, so you're going to tell me we're good? And, I mean, we made it. I closed my eyes, but we made it. <laughs> well, Wex, the question of the morning has been to Kenny or not to Kenny. That is the question that faces the Steelers. And, of course, so much is based on whether or not he will get cleared. What's your thoughts on that? Well, I don't think it's a question, although I – We have to know. ask him questions. How can I do anything if I don't ask you a question? I know, but I, I shut this down on my message board right away, and and then the stories <laughs> today I wrote it again. Censorship? Like, Are you kidding me? You of all people censoring? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, uh, you know, Pickett's Pickett's a starter. I had I had no no I uh, it, it it didn't even go into my mind that uh, he would change quarterbacks back mm -hmm. now uh, concussed quarterbacks. They have been an automatic bet against for years be, you know, before the protocol when they used to rush these guys back. They always play poorly the week after a concussion. And the, I think the question is, was he really concussed? Or is this the new NFL where if a guy's head bounces off the ground, he, you better pull him out? Oh, now that's interesting because Max and I were talking about this in the first segment. And I referenced the fact that maybe he just got buzzed a little bit versus getting a good smackulation. Um, 
but I don't know. <laughs> What's the difference between buzz the bit and a thank, thank you, thank, thank you. I, that, it's a highly Lex, technical Lex, term, smackulation. I, I, I know you did not hear the opening segment when we talked about this, but you literally said exactly what I said. And, and then, and then, what did you do after that, Wolf? What was the quote that you used from Star Wars? I oh, Come on, give me the yeah, other quote. Oh, that's right. That's um, do or do not. There is no trying. That was Yoda. Thank you. Yeah, because either you're concussed or you're not concussed. That's it. <laughs> yeah, isn't that kind of like pregnant or not pregnant? Yeah. Oh, there we go. Oh, That's something I brought another up. Another one. Another one. Yeah, see? <laughs> Actually, I was listening, guys. Oh, no, very kidding. good. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow, because I thought you had ESPN or something there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, that's yeah, exactly you know, what we're looking at. If he was concussed, then, you know, you you better – he better be clear. I, I, I mean, if it's close, no, because that's just one position. You don't want a foggy head. You just I, – I know this is old school talk because you don't want a foggy head anywhere. The foggy heads right. don't get out of the protocol. And I, I love that, and I'm so, so happy that things have changed in that regard. But – uh, that boy, that's always been a position of an immediate bet against. And, you know, I, I think they've got their, as Heinz Ward used to say, their hands cut out for them this week. Uh, <laughs> We're because, quoting a lot of, a lot of Heinz. <laughs> well, you got to take off your cap and just hand it to <laughs> them sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do we love Heinz? Uh, but, 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 uh, um, uh, where was I going before I got it? Uh, they got their hands cut out with all the speed. And, you know, those DBs, yeah. I don't know that they missed all that much speed when those guys were out. I don't mean to knock these guys. You know, Levi Wallace, Cam Sutton, right? really heady, smart guys. But they haven't gotten those big contracts because they lack the blazing speed, the blazing speed that's going to keep up with Tyree Kills of the world. And I think Miami has about six of those guys. Seems like they got a lot. So this is going to be a a problem this week anyway, and you don't need a concussed quarterback out there. But otherwise, if he's healthy, I I don't see any hint of a quarterback controversy at all. It wasn't a question in my mind, but now I'm going to have to reconsider out of my respect for you, Wolf. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do you know i am i am who i am you, know? you, you yeah. yam what you yam yeah that's uh, exactly it. did you but uh, I happen think... to oh, go, go ahead, ahead. I'm Wex. No, no, i was I just gonna you. ask you if you guys saw cam hayward's podcast did not did, uh, i didn't he, realize he, it yeah uh, these guys are doing a pretty good job i mean i, I like ben's because He's not with the team, and he can say more. Mm-hmm. He can give his opinion, and Cam really can't. But he gives you some insight. There was there was a couple uh, uh, amusing anecdotes he told about uh, on field conversations with Brady, and uh, you know, and then they uh, the the host of the podcast was teasing him, saying that uh, you know Brady uh, before the Ohio State Michigan game. We're going to have Brady on since you two seem to be boys now. Because there, there were some great pictures of Brady and uh, Cam having moments during the game after plays, laughing, or, you know, Cam was blocking him off of the, from the official after the Devin Bush play. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it was just some good stuff. I, I, I just love to see Cam still playing as well as he is at this age. 
And also, he's becoming regarded with near legendary status. I don't know if he's going to ever make the Hall of Fame. I don't know if any Steelers are going to make it besides Ben after what happened last year because they just all seemed to pour in. It seemed like the voters had been tired of them before. So those those guys like Heinz Ward and Cam and LC, I think they're going to – they're going to meet some resistance. That's just my opinion. But Cam is, is really approaching legendary status. He is. The way he is playing at this age, the way he's the way he's mingling with the greatest quarterback of all time, those <laughs> pictures. And, you know, you could see Brady's respect for Cam yeah. and what Cam did in this game, rallying his team. Uh, he talked about how much film he watched for this game. Uh, somebody, you know, the host asked him, did you go? Uh, oh, do you watch? Oh, do you watch Thursday night football? And Cam said, "No, I gotta watch film. I got. I watch enough football. I gotta watch film." Uh, and, and he said he talked about how important last week was all the film they watched, and so that was a, a very intimate. I like that podcast. That was good. Cam's good, and I'm just glad he's being appreciated. Finally, I, I think he is for his career. Absolutely, absolutely. Wax, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you, brother. Okay, man. Wax, thank you, guys. a lot of fun, man, as yes. always. That's Jim Wexel, okay. Steel City Insider. Indeed. What do we got, Max? Well, what do we have next? We got we got a lot more to break down. Uh, we're still talking about Tomlin Press Conference. Getting to his, his estimation of what he thinks about this Miami Dolphins team coming up. And obviously, this is before the news of Tua being on track to – start against us so i want to come back with some of that and just kind of parse through the straws on that one when we come back here in the locker room on snr and espn radio this is in the locker room with wolf and starks on espn pittsburgh and steelers nation radio presented by your neighborhood ford store the F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like I told you guys, before we stepped into that stadium, we'll be we'll be sometime working to get this stench off of us. It's not one good plan. It's not one good game. It's not one win. And, and I remain uh, by that statement. Yeah, well, that's Coach Tomlin talking about one good victory, one good opportunity does not beget or guarantee Another one, you got to go out and practice. You got to go do it. And I think that's what the message is, especially when you look at kind of where we're at. I mean, with this team, I mean, let, let's just take the uh, the truth behind the tape. We're two and four right now, fourth in the AFC North. And the one thing is, I mean, the reason why we're not in third, uh, Cleveland sits mm-hmm. with the same record, but they have the tiebreaker. Um, and, you know, and the other two teams have one – one more victory than us. So when you think about everything is still in front of you for the Steelers, everything is still in front of them. You know, now the likelihood of how that happens, how that plays out, well, remains to be seen. Health is going to be a key factor, you know, but you have to believe reinforcements are on the horizon, right, Wolf? Mm-hmm. Um, as we go through this week, um, seeing the status of Pat Fryermuth, who was in concussion protocol, Right. Um, going going into the game. So maybe a week later, maybe I think we see him 
back, but obviously we'll see how it goes throughout the week. Kenny Pickett as well. Um, and then, of course, we have a host of other injuries. I mean, one that I think kind of got underscored that we didn't think about, Steven Sims. Yeah. Ha- having an injury um, is one, because you think about just the explosive plays he provided in the special teams game. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Let me ask you this. You think Minka has got this game circled on his calendar? You think Brian Flores has got this game circled on their calendar? A couple of important pieces to the uh, Pittsburgh effort, I would say. Um, Circled? I would say scribbled in with with highlight markers. Um, They they have – they already – it's like the first day of school. Like, they have this – they have their outfit planned out for this day. They, there's no way I could not even imagine the amount of thought and just strain, so to speak, that is being placed on preparation for this contest and this contest alone to make sure that they are more than aptly ready for the opportunity and the homecoming that will ensue uh, from this for both of these guys, Um, given the way things ended for them and both of their tenures there, obviously Minka getting traded and then also Brian Flores going through the situation in the off season with the ownership and that's still ongoing and him potentially being blackballed from the NFL because of it. Um, Yeah. Oh, you, you talk, you talk about coming in. (laughs) Oh, coming in hot. Well, coming in hot. H O T T hot. (laughs) It's not even a question about it. <laughs> I had a feeling you're going to answer it like that. Hey, listen, you know, you think about Flores. Um, he knows the he knows everybody in that organization. You know, what I mean, it's uh, it, you know, but his resource is really the guy that who he is. I just have always thought he was an excellent coach from everything I've heard about the people that he worked with and people that have worked with him. You know, they talk about what a great great guy he is, what a great communicator, that sort of thing. And you have somebody like uh, Minka who there's there's something about great players when they have a game circled, you know, kind of like Cincinnati. You know, Minka starts things off with that pick six, but he came into that game with a chip on his shoulder, one of those things where, you know, it seems like great players just rise to great heights in the great moments that they that, that they are needed. And I – I don't know. It, it, it's just it just happens from the ball finds Minka. It seems at times, you know, in, in situations like this. And I'm looking forward if he is able to get back on the field. That is, but if he's gonna if he is able to rally back and, and be a part of this, those are two guys that you know. There's a lot of juice there between them to really come up big this Sunday night. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I like I, I like your laugh. That was good. That was good. Yeah, but but also, Wolf, here's the thing. If I'm to a Tonga Vailoa, I don't know if I want to come back for this game. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Put it out you. there. Yeah, let's just put that my, out there. My former head coach who knows me really, 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 really well, uh, you know, and a defensive player in, in Minka Fitzpatrick. I don't know if, you know, if <laughs> yeah. I'm a competitor and all. You right. know, I mean, but sometimes, you know, you start adding it up and it just it do, does not does not make sense. 
If it doesn't make dollars, it definitely won't make sense then. <laughs> and I think I, if I'm too, I'm like, wait a minute. I, I want to play the rest of the season, guys. I don't know if y'all knew this. Y'all might not want me to play the rest of the season, but I want to play the rest of the season. And at the rate we're going, I don't know, given those parameters, if I'm going to see the end of the season if you guys put me in harm's way like this. Exactly so. Um, it's there's a lot of there's a lot of things going on right now that are going to play out before the storylines commence on Sunday night. But just getting you know Minka back healthy, having Brian Flores back in this, it, and I'm sure Brian's going to be sick of you know answering questions about what you know this and that because you know he's going to be straight laced and keeping his eyes on the ball rather than the circus that will surround him. You know, due to all the, the the things that transpired with Miami when he was uh, released from his coaching duties there, so uh, I, I look at I look at this and I think to myself, there's there's more than just the Steelers wanting a win. It's also great players like Minka and uh, the coaching staff uh, as well. I'm sure this is a big big thing for him and the opportunity coming up. And like you said, I wonder about Tua now. Uh, I wonder I wonder how he's feeling and what his thought process is going into this. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> if I get hit again, and I'm just walking and, off. <laughs> I'm I, done. I, yeah, yeah, I'm done. I'm over. I'm over. You know what? I want to play a ukulele in Hawaii. <laughs> I'm gonna surf. And, uh, yeah, I'm gonna surf. I'm, I'm work on my tan. I'm gonna call I'm gonna call, Teo. A, I'm gonna call Ricky Williams. I'm say that teach me some yoga. All right, come on out here. Yeah, I'll... yeah, yeah. I mean anything, anything at right. this point. I mean I think is the key because it is just one of those things where you look at it and you're just like, man, what is my quality of life going to be after this is all said and done? Well, <laughs> I mean, I want to focus on it. Exactly. Think about this, okay? I mean, you've got you're missing your starting tackles there. They had uh, – uh, who did they play last week? I'm trying to remember. It just slipped my mind here. They got uh, – but they gave up six sacks. You know? I mean, like, you're you kidding yeah. me. You know? Oh, Minnesota. Jeepers. Yeah, yeah Minnesota. Duh. Yeah. So, you were just talking. Yeah, Your I, former I team, Wolf. I know. Jeez. I know. How bad how, – this is what short-term concussion syndrome looks like, you know? Been concussed since 1982. <laughs> <laughs> Put but, that on a label. Yeah, really. But think about <laughs> Aftershock it. Aftershock. <laughs> Custis 1982. Brought you know, to you by Craig Wolfley. The, the pressure, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, does Tua want to come back? The, the, the offensive line allowed a, a, pre, a pressure rate of uh, 43 or 44% against the Vikings. That's that's like the second highest this season only to the, the Jets game. I mean, they, they're letting a lot of people go come through, you know? I mean, even – and Minnesota was not blitzing. They only uh, brought extra rushers on like 14% of their dropbacks. So, I, you know, just to kind of like push this further, if I'm, if I'm Tua, I'm thinking, I ain't coming back until you give me some tackles in there. Yeah, I, I'm not coming back until I know that bubble wrap and saran wrap is off the table. Because <laughs> I feel like that's what you guys are going to try and pull on me. Yeah. You're going to try and put on that. And, 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 and my thing is, is that also, like, make sure you're fully there. Like, you have to trust the care of the medical team. And like you said, doing the extra steps of going to UPMC and making sure that you're there. But, man, oof, it, it, is, it is just, like, as a – because we're, we're parents, right, Wolf? You yes. Know? Yep. 
as as a dad, yeah. I mean, how would you feel in this moment if Tua was your son? Oh, I'd be terrified. I mean, yeah. Taron Armstrong is out, right? He's been playing with a toe injury. Yeah. All right, but then you also got right tackle Austin Jackson has missed the last five games on an injury. You know, I, I mean, literally, he was getting whoever the quarterback was, Teddy Bridgewater, was just under a lot of a lot of pressure. You know, and and he had a big day, but six sacks or six sacks, man, that's that's putting a wampum on a guy. <laughs> You're absolutely right, and I am. I'm going to be honest. Uh, Eichenberg in the middle, Connor Williams. You now have playing center. Now, now remember, Connor Williams was a tackle. Oh yeah. yeah, when he was drafted. Yep. Then Connor Williams got moved to guard. Now mm. Connor Williams is a center. Just think about that, Wolf. Yeah, yeah. That means that you got issues. You've got issues, and then Robert Hunt, of course, your other guard. But I mean. I know you traded for Greg Little, and and he's he, man now. Um, yeah, I, I I don't care if you do have the fastest guys in all the NFL on the outsides. I don't know if they if they're going to get open in one point two seconds. <laughs> you know, we were we we're about to play the New York Giants, and um, Mark Malone was going to make a start against the Giants, and they had you know Lawrence Taylor and everybody else, and we were eating pregame meal sitting there uh, and there's a whole offensive line and Mark was sitting with us and uh, <laughs> I remember you know the conversation got around to Lawrence Taylor and George Martin and all the, the great pass rushers they had you know um, and I remember I remember Mark was just sitting there and he was you could see he was like struggling to eat his eggs <laughs> you know yeah. and, and finally I remember Webby going hey Mark my advice to you is to throw the ball quickly <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking that's not what he wanted to hear, Webby. That's that, that's, that's and not, not from help. your center at all. Like <laughs> no, your all-world I, center says I think I think you should throw the ball quickly this week. <laughs> that is that. See right there, right there. And once again, we talked about the the, the offensive lineman with hand grenade training. Right. Like there's always that one. <laughs> there's always that one, and you're just like. God, come, come on, come on. We, we got to at least lie to the guy, make him feel good about himself. You can't can't even do that. You can't, come on, bud. Come on, man. <laughs> well, there was yeah. there was six pre- there was six sacks that they gave up, and I think they had something like nine pressures. It was ridiculous. So if yeah, I'm Tua, no. I'm sitting there thinking, you know, maybe I want to throw the ball quickly. <laughs> hey, Teddy, how you feeling, Teddy? <laughs> Yo, Teddy. No, no, stop! Stop looking away from me! Stop looking away from me, Teddy. Look at me! Look me in the eyes, Teddy. How you feeling? How you feeling? No, be honest with me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just simply saying, I hope that the pass rush is is hot this week. Absolutely, you know, um, it's it's certainly something that it was was I I was surprised by the pressure we got on Brady. You know, they did a great job of pressure, uh, getting pressure on him, making him move a little bit, as they said, get off his spot. But, you know, you got, according to the pro football focus, the Vikings, uh, they gave up, or I'm sorry, they, they got uh, nine pressures, six hurries, and three sacks, all season high marks. Uh, well, wait a minute. Okay, was that last week? Or, I don't know. 
Uh-oh. They got six sacks in there last time. I'm sorry. So anyhow, do you, do you have do you have the bifocals on? Wolf? Yeah. Well, no. Um, uh, you know that's, that's what I was kind of yeah. figuring so that, out. I, I'll figure that out. We got to go to break anyhow, so I'll try to figure. Yeah, that exa- out. exactly. Where's Wolf's going to find his glasses. Yeah. Hello. And, and of course, we're, but you know what you don't need bifocals for? What's that, buddy? You don't need bifocals to go ahead and subscribe to any of our lineup of SNR shows. All you need to do is just literally you can say it to Siri, and Siri will take you there as well. Um, but I do want to point out we do have a full lineup of shows and podcasts available for your listening pleasure, whether it's The Standard with Tom and Jacob, whether it's The Blitz with Wes and Motes, or, or whether it's this beautiful show right here in the locker room with Wolf and Starks. You can find all of those plus more. The Godfather's on there twice a week. Wesley, Johnny Euler's uh, Steelers Weekend Review <laughs> is also Johnny. on there. You can't pitch to Johnny. I'm Johnny. <laughs> Absolutely. It, hey, it, it's been pitched, Viper. Okay, Johnny Viper Vernaro. Okay, it's been pitched, bud, and it's coming your way. So make sure you go ahead, listen, download, like, subscribe, do all of that on all your podcast stations. Obviously, iHeartRadio and Steelers mobile app is going to be the quickest one, but you can find us on Spotify and SoundCloud and everybody else. And with that, we bid you adieu for a moment. We step aside before the final segment of this show here in the locker room with Wolf and Starks on SNR and ESPN Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'll say this regarding Coach Flores because I know you guys want to make it a storyline all week. Um, it is a useful resource, but in the coaching profession, uh, we all feel it's overblown, to be quite honest with you. Uh, it's not about what coaches know. It's about what coaches can convey to players, and it's about what players can recall in an instant in the moment before a ball snaps. And so oftentimes you can sit around a classroom and a coach can provide quality insight and, and a player can nod in agreement, yeah, I see that and understand that. But the minute they get on their feet and the bullets are about to start flying or a snap is imminent, um, those things become less relevant. And so um, I understand what you mean when you ask that, um, but we got to put together a good plan. Our players got to understand the plan. They got to go out and execute the plan. And very little of that has to do with where Coach Flores worked last year or his intimate knowledge of of members of their football team, et cetera. Um, This is a small fraternity, particularly at this level. Um, Those storylines exist every week. Um, and, and that's just our mentality um, regarding them. Well, that, of course, is Mike Tomlin. And, you know, it's a true statement. You know, I mean, before the, the snap, you know, you're not thinking about anything other than the fact of what you have to accomplish on that play. It's a very simple thing. And it's like, it's like Mike said, you know, how much can you retain, uh, you know, once, the, once the, the, the ball is snapped? Nothing. You know, you just you, you go on instinct and knowledge, and the knowledge is is by largely it's all about repetition, you know. So, and, and th- that's where the week before is important, and that repetition you must you must go through that process during the week. It, it's you know, and we we talk about this all the time, Wolf. Right. Um, your film study and your preparation is what's going to carry you through. Yes. Especially in those tough times. Like you said, when the mental breaks down, the physical starts to break down, you're tired, your hands are on your knees, 
and you're you're just like, man, I just okay, this is play eleven of a of the drive. I'm like, man, and we're still we still got a ways to go. Right. Uh, all right, revert, revert to the comfort, <laughs> um, but make that uncomfortable feeling your new comfort. Right. Right. Knowing that I sat up and I watched an additional three hours of blitz tape, uh, third down reels. Yeah. Um, my notebook studies that week, I filled it up with just pregame tendencies and keys on all the guys I'm playing against, um, watching for personnel changes and what, do, what are the, what are their, what are they susceptible to run when this certain personnel's in like all of those things are repped and repped and repped and viewed and talked about and disseminated. Make sure you're asking questions in meetings. And if you don't know what it is, you run down the hall to Andy and company and get extra cut ups sent to your tablet so that you can watch it at home. You know, one of the things I will say, and my wife can attest to this, she knew I watched so much film at the house. She was like, are you watching another cut-up? Yes, I'm watching another cut-up. Huh? <laughs> I had it from VHS when I came in as a rookie to the DVDs early in our marriage. And then, of course, when we started getting DV Sport on our iPad, and now, of course, there are Surface tablets that are distributed to the guys. But I remember every day I, I was I was in Mac's office with uh, with Mac and Andy and company and, and and Rob and everybody and I'm like, hey, listen, I need this cut up, I need this cut up, I need this cut up. Can you, can you for, push it to my uh, to my to to me or burn the DVD of it? And then every Thursday I'd we, I'd rent out uh, the projector and the computer and I'd get a I get a sermon from Mac about how important it is to keep this thing safe and secured. You got to right. be responsible. Blah 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 blah. But every Thursday night, the offensive line we're watching film yes. as a unit. And we'd bring the running backs over because we it ended up being a fun time, you know, because we'd have food and everything. And, and I mean, we we sat there, we went through our keys, like, hey, what's the call? Everybody had to go through their calls on, on every play, and we would mock through a game just to make sure we were ready. And that's why you know we relied on that to get us through when it came game day, so that it just became a habit. It became an instantaneous response to where we didn't have to think about it because we would just react because we're so conditioned for it from a week-to-week basis. Now, I want you to think about this as we're wrapping up today's show, okay? So if you're Alex Highsmith and uh, you take a look at the Vikings tape and you see Greg Little uh, it was in for Jesse Armstead, I believe, at left tackle, okay? According to Pro Football Focus, Little gave up nine pressures, six hurries, and three sacks. And I'm thinking to myself, this is about to get good if I'm Alex Highsmith. I want to be on my toes. I want to be on my P's and Q's. I want to have a great night Sunday night in Miami if indeed he gets an opportunity to get out there against Little at the left tackle. Ooh, I, I, I'm more than licking my chops. Yeah. I am. I, I, I'm actually car- carving up the steak right now. Exactly. My proverbial steak. I am ready for this. You guys – gave me a pass. Listen, there are no homecoming games in the NFL, but if there was a homecoming game, this would be it. Okay. <laughs> well, I can, I certainly, uh, all I can think about is the fact that, you know, when you said, if you're Tua, do you really want to come back? And I'm looking at this going, wait a minute, this guy gave up three sacks, six hurries and nine pressures, uh, all season high marks at the left, at the tackle. Yeah. Left tackle position. 
Dead gummit, man. Let's hope Jesse Armstead is not able to play because I, I like the opportunity that that uh, Alex has against him. Oh, absolutely. I think it, it's a major advantage. I mean, are you, I, I would be surprised if TJ's like, you know what, guys, I could go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I can. I can do this. You know. I'm not, I'm not going to put as much pressure on my knee as I thought. I'm just I'm just letting you guys know. It's, the bicep is fine. Let's just brace this thing off and talk about it. I need to get back. I need to get back on my stat track uh, after this. I think I can go. Yeah. This is a good. This is a good. This is a good warm up. This is a good warm. No, 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 no. That's great. No, I did, I did, I did a couple shoulder raises earlier in the gym. Uh, no, it feels fine. It feels fine. No, it, I know it was a five pound weight. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's about the volume. <laughs> it's, a, it's all right. Well, Max, another great show, brother, and I'm looking forward to. I'm going to go down, watch some practice today for the two of us, and uh, let you know what we're seeing. And uh, I'm hoping Kenny can go full go, you know. But we'll find out. This is when it starts. Yep, absolutely. Well, we appreciate everybody listening in and tuning into the show today. I want to make sure say if you miss any of our show or any of the Steelers lineup shows that we have out here for SNR, make sure you go to Steelers, Steelers mobile app, iHeartRadio app, and, and all the other podcast sources. You can find all of our shows there. And like I said, they're broken down into hours, so you can take us in doses if you need to, like, like medicine. But we're there. We would love for you guys to tune in, subscribe, and like what we do. And, of course, always send your comments, your love, your hate. We'll take it all. We, we, we don't discriminate against it. But uh, you've been in the locker room here with Mr. Craig Wolfley over there, and I'm Max Starks. And, of course, for our engineer and, and ninja extraordinaire, Wesley Johnny Viper Euler. I, I just keep adding names onto his title. <laughs> also our junior cub reporter for SNR. Um, we, we, we bid you adieu and, and look forward to talking to you tomorrow. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.